Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope you guys are doing well. It is November 9th. I hope you guys voted yesterday. We're not even going to get into politics today, okay? I just hope you guys voted. I hope you guys exercised your right to vote. And I hope that, you know, we we did that for ourselves, our communities, especially if you're a homeowner, especially if you pay property taxes, because, you know, it's just it's just very important for us to vote. So I hope you guys exercise your right to vote. I did early voting, so I voted the week prior. So I did not have to stand in any lines. Hallelujah. But I hope you guys did your civic duties and you voted. But happy Wednesday. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about your mistakes do not make you less valuable or your stake, mistakes do not define you um, no matter what you have done, no matter what, what people say. And we'll talk about all of that, but your mistakes do not define you. Um, anything that you have went through, there's always a lesson or a blessing that you can get out of it. Okay. So we'll talk about that today. So before we do that, let's go ahead and jump into our morning prayer and then our shout outs and get into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day and allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray that everyone listening and watching now and later just gets a sense of peace, a sense of purpose, a sense of gratitude downloaded in their spirit that anything that we have went through either was our fault or it was something that we needed to do in order to understand our life's journey better that we take the lesson and the blessing out of it, Lord, and that I rebuke any shame, any indifference, anything that's holding your children back right now in your darling son, Jesus name and propel them to who you have called them to be. No wish is too small, nothing that can't be granted through you if we believe it in our hearts and it is just founded in your true principles. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray for just a release of joy, abundance and prosperity over your children right now. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I hope that um, no matter what you've ever done, that uh, you never hold your mistakes over your head. But before I go into the shout out, y'all, let me just do a little thing. So I will this weekend be speaking at the Divas Hills and networking event on November 12th from 5 to 9 p.m. You can go ahead. The link is down below to get your tickets if you're in the Atlanta area as long as well as I will be hosting. Well, not I'm not the main host, <laughs> but I will be uh, one of the hosts of the I'm going to the purpose journey conference on November 17th or the 19th. It's not even I'm not a host. That's not the right word. I can't say that I am forgot what, the facilitator facilitator. I'm one of the facilitators. I'm super excited to do that. Um, be a facilitator. This will be at my church. So if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns about these two events, go ahead. The link is down below for your viewing pleasure. Uh, grab your tickets. If you're in the area, it is going to be a great time. You don't want to miss it. I believe I'm not even going to get into it. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead and grab your tickets. And I hope to see you there. Uh, please, If you do come, please come up to me. Please introduce yourself. Please let me know who you are. Because sometimes I meet some of y'all and y'all have to tell me like your, uh, your handle name. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for being there. So I appreciate all of the support. Um, there. Yes. Okay. Let's go to the shout outs. If you guys did not know, we go live each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. So if you guys are listening on the podcast, if you're watching later, tap in with us in the morning and get your good morning shout out. So let's go. Good morning, Nana. Happy hump day. Good morning, Kay Clay Brill. Now, good morning. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Diwali. How are you? Good morning, Miss unique. Oh, that's cute. I see what you did there. <laughs> Good morning. Happy hump day. Good morning, Miss Shirley. I'm at the doctor's appointment, so she can't listen, but she'll watch the replay. Well, thank you for tapping in and getting your morning shout out. We appreciate you being here. Uh, I pray everything at the doctor goes well. So, so dedicated. I love y'all tapping in. You just on the road doing y'all got to do some of y'all at work. Some of y'all y'all are just amazing people. Thank y'all. And then for those of you who can't watch live, because maybe you're in a different time zone, I still rock with you and appreciate you so much. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Talia. Good morning, Turquoise. 
Oh, thank you so much. Good morning, Simone. Good morning, Al. Al. It's crazy how like y'all, my friends really tap in. I know people personally and I love that. Good morning, Stacy. I remembered. Al. Good morning, happy housewife. Good morning, Mika. Is it Micah or Mika? I don't want to jack up your name, y'all. And if I ever pronounce your name wrong, please tell me how to pronounce it in the comments, please. Uh, good morning. Oh, I appreciate that. And y'all, I'm going to try. I, 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 get, I tend to be a little wet mouth and a little ghetto in the mouth. <laughs> I'm trying not to smack so much. I noticed I was like, Brittany, you smack a lot. Like, chill out. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I started doing my morning Bible study and I'm going to be adding the lives to my routine. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, now tell me how to pronounce that because I'm not even going to butcher that. But thank you, Simply Girl. Good morning, Marcy. What up, Percy? Good morning. You on time? Ew. Okay, so it is Mika. Okay, I could do Mika because, you know, you don't know be known if it's Micah. Hey, Mika, girl. Uh, good morning, Sarah, and good morning, Stacy. All right, let's jump into it. All right, so we're gonna be talking about mistakes, y'all, because yesterday, uh, what did we talk about yesterday? We talked, we we dabbled in a little bit of like mistakes and things like that, and I shared one of my biggest regrets with y'all. And you know what? I understand that everybody's like, everybody loves to say, "I don't have any regrets because it made me the person that I am today." Child. I don't, I don't believe that for myself. Oh, it's Skylar. Thank you, Skylar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She Amber, my bad girl. Hey, she Amber. Hey, Christine. My bad. Hey, Demita Joe. Girl, she Amber got me together. She said, hey, hello. OG here. Do not forget me. Y'all get me together. I'm so sorry. She Amber, my bad. Good morning, boo. <laughs> she said, you did not say hi to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you, Skylar. I love that. Okay. Simply Skylar. Hey, girl. But, um, <laughs> I'm in a great mood today, y'all. I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys, you guys are too. She was like, girl, hello. And it's okay, y'all. Get me together. Like, get your shout out. You showed up. Get your shout out, okay? Get me all the way together. Um, oh, yeah. So I was talking about regrets. Like, a lot of people like to say, I don't have any regrets because everything happens for a reason. And if I didn't go through what I went through, I wouldn't be here. Now, there, don't get me wrong. There are lessons that we need to learn in life, right? Um, there are mistakes that we're going to make that are ultimately going to make us a better person. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. I do have some regrets in life. And I think that that's okay to say. I feel like if we don't, we got to stop lying to ourselves and to the world because it just sounds better, right? It sounds better to say, I don't have any regrets. I do have regrets. I've wasted my time with certain people. I've even, you know, been intimate with people I shouldn't have been intimate with. I've not studied when I should have studied in college. I have regrets. You know, my GPA would have been higher if I would have focused more at one point instead of just trying to be a social butterfly, you know, being young and having a very short sighted mindset. And although, yes, I've made it out of those things. Right. And yes, I've propelled my life past those mistakes because I don't hold myself back from my past. There are things that I regret. And I feel like when we're honest with ourselves, we can help other people not make the same mistakes, right? It is okay to say, you know what? I I love my child, but I'm so upset I picked the father that I picked. You know what I mean? Like it is okay to be honest with yourself because if we lie to ourselves and be like, well, I don't regret anything, then we're not holding ourselves accountable. Then we can't grow. And then we can't help other people not make those mistakes, right? Now, do are you, should you hold yourself in a mental prison? Should you beat yourself up for your mistakes? Absolutely not. OK, absolutely not. You can be like, child, that was just not a good idea. And oh, Lord, thank you for not hitting me with the book. Because <laughs> some some we've gotten a lot of grace, especially if you're I can't speak for y'all. But for me, God has saved me and given me so much grace in spaces and times and places with people and stuff that he shouldn't have. Like, I do not deserve God's goodness and God's grace for some of the things that I've done. You know, because and I can sit in my brain, just my brain went to judgment mode and just say, well, I ain't kill nobody. It doesn't matter. No sin is created. E you know, all sins are created equal. So whether you cussing folks out or whether you murder somebody, hopefully not that one. But if you have ain't no two sins greater than the other one. Right. So 
we can't be like, well, at least I ain't do that child. You know, you did that girl, but I ain't do this or Ooh, he did. We can't be like that, especially as Christians. You know, we have to own up to our mistakes, our regrets and all of that. However, in the midst of doing that, in, in, in the midst of holding ourselves accountable, do not allow yourself to enter into the room of shame, enter into the room of guilt. You can acknowledge what you've done. You can hold yourself accountable and not stay in this purgatory of 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 torment and and dysfunction and chaos, because all that does is cause depression. All that does is cause like you to just self-woathe and whoa, it's, it's, it's there's no there's no reason to hold on to guilt, shame, none of that right? That is all the enemy. The enemy wants you to stay heartbroken. The enemy wants you to replay that thing over and over and over and over and over and over again in your mind. Remember, we talked about that. When you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that's, what's, that's one of the most amazing things about being a Christian. I can't say what everybody else does. I don't know because my faith has always worked for me. I love that Steve Harvey said that last night. I was watching one of the live streams. He was like, I respect other religions and cultures. I do. I really do. I see the value in it. However, it's all Jesus has always worked for me. Christianity has just always worked for me, right? No matter what anybody else has done, Jesus has never left me and not forsake me, neither has God. Okay. So I say all that to say the great one of the greatest things about being a Christian is being able to make a mistake, repenting for it, and not carrying the shame because Jesus Christ has already done that for us. He's already taken the load and taken the barriers and and taking everything that we have. That's why it says lean on God. That's why it says it, the Bible tells us to cast your burdens on him. Right. That's why he says, give it to me. Don't walk around with the shame. Don't walk around with the guilt. Don't walk around with the regret. You can acknowledge regret. You can be like, oh, that wasn't a good idea. We ain't going to do that no more. <laughs> right. You can acknowledge it without carrying the load. So it's like it's like, God, OK, I acknowledge what I did. But you know what? I'm not carrying this. This is this is on you. I'm going to let you have that. And that's how it that's how we have to operate. Right. We don't need to spend days, weeks, months, years in torment of of our choices and of our decisions. They're already made. They're in the past. They're gone. Acknowledge them. Yes. Take accountability. Yes. Repent. Yes. But then as soon as you do that, free yourself, forgive yourself, let yourself go. I mean, not let yourself go. Jesus. No, not that. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. And, and let me say this. Don't let good morning, Diamond. Don't let imperfect people cause you to second guess who you are to God. I'm going to repeat that. Good morning. The other diamond. The diamonds is coming in together. Ow. Love it. Y'all heard what I said? Don't let imperfect people cause you to second guess who you are to God. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what you've done. You are precious and valuable to God, especially if you love him and claim Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Hello. The Bible tell you for those who love him, everything will work out for you, right? He will turn whatever you've done, any mistakes you've made into a blessing and a testimony for you. There's only two ways God goes about that, right? If you're a believer, it's going to be a lesson and then it's a blessing just because you've made a mistake. And you regret that decision doesn't mean that you can't get God can't work it out and give something powerful on the other side of it. Right. Any think back of some of your biggest mistakes. There was always nine times out of ten, some sort of blessing that came out of that. You know, whether, OK, I, I didn't like him, but you know what? I got this beautiful baby out of that. I didn't, you know, do this. But this made me end up doing this or I did, I, you know, yeah, I got fired from that job because of my mouth. But then because I turned it around, I ended up getting this, you know, so. Don't let people don't let exes, don't let your parents, don't let your children, don't let anyone in your life try to hold you to an unrealistic expectation and standard. Because they don't know why you made that decision or because they wouldn't make that. I wouldn't have did that or I can't believe you did that. Don't let anybody hold your past mistakes to you. The only person's validation, only being's validation that really, really matters is God's. As Christians, we're not even supposed to judge each other. And especially if that person ain't a Christian, we really shouldn't be. We should be taking a opinion with a grain of salt. because. 
believers can hold each other accountable, but we know how to do it in the right way or we should, right? Not everybody's perfect. Everybody ain't made it there. Everybody's on a walk a little different. But as a believer, you can hold that person accountable and say, hey, that's not how you're supposed to correct me. That's not how you're supposed to hold me accountable. You're not supposed to do it with shame, nastiness. You're supposed to hold each other accountable with love, compassion, and understanding that I've been there too, right? Anything I ever say to y'all is not to make anybody feel bad. It's either I know better, so I want everybody to do better. It comes from a place of love. Now, do I say everything perfect? No. And if at any time I make y'all feel bad, please let me know. That is not what I'm here for. However, sometimes when people say things to us that are going to hold us accountable, it's going to sting a little bit, right? But don't let imperfect people cause you to second guess the value that you have for God, from God, that God holds you to a certain standard, that God has you on a pedestal, no matter what. You know, um, there are so many YouTube videos and so many, so many pages that just drag people to filth, right? Just like, oh, you not valuable because you a baby mama. You not valuable because you got body. You not valuable. All of these, who are y'all? Who, did God make you the judge of all judges? Did God come down on a cloud and say, you know what? You're supposed to be the standard barrier of society. Absolutely not. Because if you were to peek behind their curtain, it's a lot, it's, it's a little junky, it's a little stank, it's a little nasty back there, right? So don't let a talking head on the internet, to include myself, make you feel bad or hold you to some sort of standard. You know, there's a lot of people, everybody's, everybody, I don't even really enjoy social media like I used to because I loved being one of, one of t- uh, 20. Right. When I was when I first started doing social media and, and, and speaking my mind on the Internet, wasn't nobody doing it like that. It was like onesies and twosies. Now everybody got it. And that's OK to each their own. If you were called to do this, do it. Don't let nobody hold you back from what God told you to do. But don't let random people that don't know you from a can of paint that are imperfect that you wouldn't even trade places with. Make you feel bad about you. And make you second guess who God has called you to be. And make, make you second guess your value. No, you're not less valuable because you're a single mom. Or you got baby daddies. Or you got baby mamas. No, you're not less valuable that you have bodies on you. Quote, unquote, bodies when they got a million. No, you're not. Like, there's this guy. I remember I was doing this interview once. <laughs> and this guy was like, she's not a wife if she don't have her hymen. No hymen, no diamond. I was like, ew, gross. But, sir, who are you? <laughs> who are you? And you'll get these pages and and it's and they're just breaking down people's self-esteem, breaking down people's uh value for, and do not let nobody do that. Your value comes from God. That's why it's so important to have a a relationship with him. That's why I can air out my dirty laundry on the internet to random strangers cuz you know what? Can't nobody hold me to nothing that I'm good me and him are good. I'm good with me. He's good with me. I've acknowledged what I've done. Would you, would you, Brittany, that was jacked up. I know I I said that, you know, (laughs) I'm cool with it. I've already made my bed. I've already forgiven myself. I've already moved on. God has already forgiven me. We straight. So if me and him are good, can't nobody else really rock my perception of myself. And I want y'all to have that same, that same reverence, that same foundation, that same, that same know-how for you. Don't let nobody make you feel guilty about the choices that you've made. You already got, you already, you, you, you good. God is not mad at you. You good. As long as you've repented and you ask for forgiveness, you are good. It's the non-repenting that God got a problem with. But once you do that and you acknowledge it, you straight. So don't let imperfect people cause you to second guess who you are. You know, and we can't. Hold people to unrealistic expectations. I know your parents hurt you. We got to we got to let it go. We've talked we talked a lot about this throughout the years. The moment you get peace with your parents, the moment you let it go, take them off that pedestal. They were young. They made a lot of mistakes. They were not perfect, but you're still living. That's the blessing. And for those of in that, I'm not talking about the people that were traumatized. I ain't talking about that. You know, I ain't talking about the ones that were abused sexually. And I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the folks that's just mad that they didn't get the childhood they wanted. 
You know, for years, I would tell my mama she didn't give me the Barbie dream car of my dreams when I was a little kid. For years, every time I would see a kid with a Barbie dream car, one of the little cars, I would feel a little salty because I never got one and I wanted one. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Okay, you didn't get the best Christmases. Okay, you know, your mom was with your dad, your daddy wasn't It wasn't her fault. You know what I mean? We gotta, we gotta, we can't, if we want all of this, 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 um, grace, we gotta give grace, right? We gotta let it go. Forgive your coworkers. Forgive them. Yeah, they were gossiping about you. Forgive them. Lord, they don't know what they're doing. Maddie's opinion of you does not matter. Alicia's opinion of you does not matter. At Stacy, not you, Stacy, but Stacy, Mike. Andrew, whoever is your, their opinion of you does not matter. I understand it's your livelihood, but as long as you do your best, as long as you proceed with excellence, and as long as you keep email traffic, correspondence, you're protected. If you do your best and you are God's child, you're protected. So no, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I know y'all see the mood. I know. And we, I'll talk about it in a minute. Remind me before we get out of here to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So don't worry about when your enemies gossip about you or whatever. You just pray for them and you keep it moving. But do not let imperfect people make you second guess who you are to God. God made you specifically for you. Now let's talk about that, right? Let's not hold on. This is just how, who I am. No, we can all be better. We can all grow. We can all be like, mm, this isn't the best side of me. Or, oh, I need to control my attitude. Or, oh, I need to learn to control my mouth. That's why reading the Bible is super important for us as people in general. And then Christians, especially. Because this will tell you, keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed. Um, don't argue with people. Don't gossip about people. Don't, do you know, when your enemy do something bad, you pray for them and you keep it pushing so you can keep your slate clean. You know, this is why it's important to read the Bible. Because the Bible is a, is a handbook of do this, don't do that. Thank you so much for the super chat, Monday Norma. I appreciate that. And be rich. Thank you so much. This is why it's so important, but don't, don't, don't marry. This is who I am. And then you just stop growing. Think about it like this. I tell this to people all the time. Say you're 25, 35, 45, right? And you live until you're 80 years old, which is really young, to be honest. 80 is pretty young if you take care of yourself, right? Or if you don't, God willing, you don't have any illnesses. My grandparents are in their 70s. So I take that back. But say if you live to 80 years old, I'll give you 80. And you're 25, right? And say, this is who I am. You know, da, 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 da. I'm nope, I ain't. And you don't grow, you don't change, you don't learn, you don't develop yourself. That is 55 years of you staying at the same place. If you are 35, this is who I am. I'm not changing. Da, da. That's 45 years of you not growing. If you're 45, yeah, I'm using a calculator, y'all. <laughs> that is 35 years of you not growing. Do not marry this is who I am, right? Self-acceptance, you can also acknowledge where I need to grow. So divorce, this is who I am, and marry, I accept me for who God has created me to be, but I'm ever evolving and I'm always growing. Because there's always space for us to grow, to get better, to learn new things, to, to go out there and adventure. And one thing, I'm saying this out loud to y'all, but I'm saying it to myself. Stop calling, our, stop calling yourself old. Stop calling yourself old. I do that to myself all the time. And it's horrible. Because when you tell, whatever you tell yourself becomes the truth. That might be why I got more gray hairs than I need. I know the Bible says it's wisdom, and I know I'm filled with that, right? I know who I am, and it's okay to know who you are, right? I know who I am. I know I'm wise. But, you know, whatever you tell yourself happens at a secular level. 
you know, your body will start. Okay, we old. All right. Well, I'm not going to be youthful anymore. You know, so that's why when you see older people, like, have y'all ever met an older man who thought he and acted like he was 25? He was younger, more limber, always, you know, even though his outfits weren't on point, but he was still like, there was an energy about that man. There's an energy about yourself when you tell yourself, I'm young, I'm vibrant, I'm beautiful. Those affirmations, I am is God. God says, I am. So when you say I am, you're stamping whatever comes after that. Affirmations are really real. So watch how you talk to yourself. Watch what you marry. Divorce the negativity. Divorce the the the, the, the statements that aren't who God has called you to be. No, God didn't call you to be broke. God didn't call you to, to be bitter. God didn't call you to be mad at men. God didn't call you to be mad at women. God didn't call you to be a person with a person with all this this these burdens on their on their back. God wants you to be free. Now, freedom doesn't mean I get to do whatever I want. That's not freedom. Freedom is self-control. Freedom is discipline. Freedom is doing the right thing. Because then you ain't got to worry about nobody. You can sleep good at night. You ain't got to watch your back. You you don't got to worry about no cops, you know, knocking on your door. You ain't got to worry about no tickets coming to your to your mailbox. You don't got to worry about nobody suing you. You don't have, have to worry about none of that. When you live right, your life is so peaceful. That's why it says the truth shall set you free. The truth, the way to live shall set you free. You, you don't worry about your enemies. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Whatever y'all plotting or planning, talking, scheming, God got me. I'm not going nowhere. You're comp you get this when you lean on God and you know who God is and you know who God has called you to be, you get this confidence about yourself. I don't walk through life worried too much. Now, if I do worry, it's because I'm overthinking some stuff and I gotta worry about it. like, child, why would you worry for? Then I gotta check myself. I'm not perfect, still working on it, right? But when you know who you are and you know who God called you to be, stress-free, your bills can be late. Got to work it out. I'm just going to keep working. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. I'm going to call the people and you just, God going to work it out. And he always does. He all, when has he not worked it out? When has he not worked it out? And a lot of times God will come through at the very last minute. To show you that it was him and it wasn't you. He does it so we can walk more by faith, not by sight. But God has always worked it out. All right, lost that job, got another one. Lost that man, got another one. And that ended up, got another one. You know what I mean? Got lost that car, got another one. Like, you know, I'm just giving generalization. That's, that's not my story. Just, just put that out there. Cause I'm not even like, child, she lost a lot. No. <laughs> God always works it out. Too blessed to be stressed. It's like we have to know who God has called us to be. And when you know who God is, when you read his word, when you live right, when you do your best and you do not walk around with guilt and shame and you continue to work on yourself. Now, will there be stressful moments? Absolutely, because life is not whatever, but there is euphoria with God. My dad used to always tell me, he was like, yeah, life ain't no euphoria. There ain't no euphoria. And I used to believe that, but there is with God. There definitely is with God. God gives you a peace that no man, that no thing, that no amount of money can bring you. Hello, I done been, had a whole lot of money with God. I done been broke with God. Peace is peace. Now, God don't want us to be broke, though. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Get your money up. Get another job if you got to. God, don't want you to do that. Um, let me go to the comments. Cookie Monster says, my mother was a single mother of four girls and had a $100 limit for Christmas. And the only birthday cake for my birthdays, you will, uh, how many great toys you can get for less than $100? Hello. And you know what's so bomb about this, though? She made it work. That's strength. The four girls by yourself? My sister has three. I don't know how y'all. Single moms, y'all deserve 
everything. And I want to say this too, single moms, don't let nobody, don't let society, don't let nobody or or somebody you've dated, an ex, uh, your baby's father, your family, don't let nobody tell you you not you're not valuable because you got kids. That you're not bomb and you're not a great mother. You guys sacrifice so freaking much. Do not feel like you don't deserve the world. Do not feel like you don't deserve everything that you do deserve because you have a child. You are not less valuable. I'm single with no kids. Child, it ain't. Don't think that being I'm going to tell you how society works. This is why our value can't come from society. This is why you cannot put your 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 value. What do y'all think? No. That's why your your value has to come from you and God because this is how society is. Let me break it down for for those who who think that this side is even better. Right. When you're a single mom, you're you're used, you're all of these negative things. Right. When you're single with no kids, don't nobody want you. You're going to be a cat lady. You must be super independent. You I'm, I'm all of the, I'm all of the above. You're going to forever be by yourself. Your eggs going to dry up there. You can't win <laughs> with the world. You cannot win with the world. So do not let talking heads on the Internet, these nobody people. Tell you who God has called you to be, that you're not valuable, that you can't have standards, that you can't want. It, it, grass ain't greener on either side. But you got somebody that loves you unconditionally. And I think that that is very dope. And you're doing an amazing job. So don't let this, don't let society, nobody tell you you're not amazing and you don't deserve the world because you do. Your child does not validate, it actually should validate you even more that you're doing it. So. Shout out to all the single moms. Don't let nobody tell you, uh, oh, because you got a child, they talk about me too. And I ain't got no kids. See, that's what I was watching a video. Some Christians, mind you, Christians made this video. And which was interesting because we ain't supposed to be talking about each other. But, okay. And it was my 30 single with no kids video, right? Where I'm trying to encourage women to let them know that just because you're approaching 30 and you're not married yet, do not freak out. Your life is not over. You're fine. They said, oh, look, she got a dog. (laughs) Y'all, you will never win with people. You will never, if you are waiting on the world to validate you, if you are waiting on outside resources to validate you, it will never be enough. You will not you will not please people. Now, should you hold a good reputation? Yes, because you're a reflection of you and God. Absolutely. Should you always put your best foot forward? Absolutely. Should you care about how you represent yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, not caring about what people think don't mean you're just supposed to wild out and do what you want to do. No, 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 no. Because you do, you should care about how what he thinks, right? What God thinks. So I did want to say that. Don't think, oh, well, you know, when you, if I was, if I was single with no kids, it'd be better. It's not, (laughs) especially when you got standards, especially when you're a Christian. No, but what the beautiful thing is that you learn how to be good with yourself and there's nothing wrong with that. That is queen business. Queens don't be out in the streets, you know, no, it's okay. I just felt on my heart to say that because I feel like there's somebody on the other side of the screen that is a single mom that feels like she's not valuable because of what she's been told and what she's heard. And that is not true. Your value has to come from God. And it does. Okay. So don't child people. The world will never, never accept nothing. Um, Pure intentions. Hey, girl, look like you and a fellow podcaster uh, or a fellow uh, YouTuber. So true. Your value does not diminish because you are a single parent. It does not. And that's the thing is the thing that kills me with society when they talk about single moms. Why y'all don't get on the daddies? She ain't single by she ain't make the baby by herself. I digress. I digress. Never accept other speaking. Never negatively, negatively, negative negatively on your life. Amen. Thank you, Pure Intentions. If this is your first time watching, hey girl. Um, I love, I love the comments. Um, Vesser, I saw your comment. I'm just gonna keep it pushing. Remind me at the end, okay? All right, so everything, hold on, hold on. 
I did say this, but I do want to say this part, right? Be careful what you entertain and pay attention to on the internet. Whatever you pay attention to will populate on the internet. So if you feel bad about yourself, right? So say if you watch a video on single moms ain't ish or being single over 30 year 30 makes you an old dried up woman. If you watch content like that, right? One, it seeps into your subconscious. And then guess what the algorithm of YouTube and social media is going to do? It's going to continue to show you that same narrative. So whatever you perceive to be true, whatever you pay attention to becomes your reality. Like somebody DM me and they were like, I was like, I said something about voting and they were like, it doesn't matter because if Stacey Abrams doesn't win, black men are going to be, um, black men are going to be held accountable. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I've never heard that. I was like, I've never heard that in my life. I was like, but I will say that most people that tell me they don't vote are black men. But I was like, I didn't, I was like, I don't, I've never seen that. I never heard that. I was like, and Georgia's majority white. So even if she didn't win, it would make sense geographically, right? There's only pockets of Georgia that's black, black, black. Atlanta, Atlanta looked bigger on, on social media than it really is. Atlanta's not big. Atlanta's not big at all. You can drive across Atlanta in 30 minutes. Houston is big. Houston take you two hours. Okay. From top to from top of Houston to bottom of Houston, okay, takes you two hours. Atlanta's not that big, right? The second largest city in in the state of Georgia is Columbus, Georgia. So I was just like, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't get what you're. I was like, I've never seen that. And then he sends me a video, and I go, Well, you know, you you do see what you pay attention to. So if that's your beliefs, you're going to see what you pay attention to. So if you're watching videos that are telling you you're garbage because of this, or you're doing that. That's going to feed into into you. The minute I started changing my walk, right? Because y'all seen the transition for the morning motivators who have been here for a while. Y'all seen me transition from just doing motivational stuff to God stuff. Y'all seen the transition. The minute I started paying more attention to the God stuff, that's all that's on my timeline now. I rarely see the some of the foolery will slip in every now and again, right? especially if I watch one little video or one clip. But the moment you stop paying attention to certain narratives and rhetoric, it will go away. There's a button that you can push. And especially on YouTube, there's like three little things. You can click that and it says, I'm not interested in this type of content. You can unsubscribe to people. I never understood why people watch KS. Never understood it. Why would you sit there and listen to an opinion of a man? I, it, it don't matter. God rest his soul. Never understood it though. His stuff never came across my timeline because I did not pay attention to his content. People do not. Some people don't pay attention to my content. That's okay. It's not for them. You know what I mean? So be careful on what you entertain and pay attention to because whatever that information is, is going to be your reality. So whatever you want your reality to be, fun mom vlogs or fun or travel content. Y'all, when I go to my Explore page, ain't nothing but babies, married people, self-development, um, some fine men. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> You create your timeline. So if you don't like it, assess your timeline today. Assess the videos that come across. If you do not like them, the it and the rhetoric and the narrative, change it. Because whatever you pay attention to is going to grow. Whatever you feed your attention to, the algorithm is just going to keep feeding it to you. That's why some of y'all get my morning motivation video pop up right on your screen because that's what you pay attention to. If you did not watch, I would not be in your in your algorithm at all. Does that make sense? So be very careful with, with paying attention to things like that. Brent, they never hold the dads accountable. They don't. And that's because society is ran by men. Everything is ran by men. So you're right. A hundred percent. All right. So we talked about this, but I want to reiterate it. Every mistake has a lesson or a blessing. I heard Steve Harvey say this last night. Especially when the mistake was not something that you intended to do. Especially when you tried your best. That's the thing like. 
if God closes the door, so say you gave your all, you showed up, you did what you were supposed to do. You showed up in excellence. You put God first. You're good, right? Any door that closes or anything that happens that's a misstep, you're you're good. Don't worry about it. Even if you lose the job, even if you lose the relationship, even if you if your intentions are pure, because God examines your heart. The Bible, you know, you'll be held accountable for your actions. But the side note to that is God is going to examine your heart. So say if, you know, God forbid something happens, you get in a car accident, you, you kill people. That's so morbid. Sorry, y'all. But say that happens, right? Yes, the murder is a sin. However, God is going to examine your heart. Was it intentional? Did you mean to do this? You know, was what were you were you doing something you weren't supposed to do? Were you going? He's going to examine your heart. He doesn't just look at our actions. And I know that was a horrible example. I pray that does not happen to anybody. Lord, in Jesus name, everybody be safe, protected. That's not happening in Jesus name. I don't even like speak. When you know that your speech is powerful, I don't even like speaking certain things, even if it's an example. So I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You know what I mean? So got to be very careful with our words. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Okay. But every mistake has a lesson and a blessing attached to it. Either you're going to learn something like, oop, shouldn't do that no more. Shouldn't, shouldn't, you know what? Ooh, that wasn't a good idea. That did not turn out the way I thought it was going to turn out. That is not the greatest thing I could have done, right? That wasn't my best moment. That's okay because there's going to be either a lesson or a blessing out of it. Ms. Demetrius Joe said, yep, morning motivation. Be right there every, every day. Hello, because you pay attention, right? So you get what you pay attention to. So pay attention to the blessing out of it. It's okay to hold yourself accountable and go, you know what? That wasn't my brightest moment. I don't want to do that again. I'm not going to do that again. What could I learn from this? Yeah, that relationship wasn't the best. Yeah, it was it was a little, you know, wasn't my final. What did what could I learn from it to make me better, to make me move forward, to help me progress? Thank you. Yes, everybody hit the like button, please. Hey, Queenie. Queenie said, I finally caught the live. Good morning. Good morning, girl. Ask yourself, what could I do to learn from this? That's how you grow. All right. So I learned that in that relationship, oh, I moved too fast. If I wouldn't have moved so, moved so fast, then those things wouldn't have happened. Hmm. Note it. Got it. Press forward. Right? Just like I look at life a lot of times like a game. And I know life is not a game, right? Life is very serious. But I look at it like mentally, say, for those of you who know sports, most of y'all know the basics, right? So say you're at a basketball game and you know, you see the court, you see the other players, you see you with a basketball jersey on and you're surrounded by your teammates and they have their jerseys on. I look at it like God is the coach, right? You know, when they huddle up during like timeouts and halftime and they're, well, in halftime they're in the, in the locker room, but you're, they're huddled up during timeouts and, and, and the coach is writing the plays and he's telling the team captain, which is Jesus. Oh, I just got that. That, which is Jesus. All right. This is the play that we're going to move. And then Jesus reiterates the play. And then y'all go out there and you play the game. I really feel like why did I even tell y'all that? <laughs> there was a reason why I did that. I don't remember. But I look at life like that sometimes to where it's a team effort. It is a team effort for your life. You know, you're a player in the game. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if y'all going to win or lose, if you're going to win or lose. But when God is the coach, Jesus is the team captain. Even if you even if you lose a game, you can always rehuddle and be like, all right, how do what where did I go wrong? What did I mess up? Did I, I miss the goal? Did I not shoot properly? And you go back into the gym and you practice, right? And practicing is reading your word, studying, seeing how God wants you to operate. You know, teams all the time watch tape. Y'all, I don't know how I know all of this. I've never been on a team in my life. I think I've watched a lot of documentaries. <laughs> But they go into the back and they watch tape and they study themselves and they see where they made mistakes and they see, okay, 
I went too, too far to the left on that one. All right. And then the coach will tell them, hey, next time do a step back. Da, 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 da. I guess that's what they say. Right. Do a step back, then jump shot. The coach, God is your coach. And when you go back and you're like, all right, you assess your life and you're in, in the locker room and you're trying to figure out your next move. That's when you lean and look to God and be like, hey, what am I supposed to do next? Like, what's the play? Sometimes look at God and be like, what's the play, coach? What's the play? What we doing? You know, talk to Jesus, the team captain. What, what, what the coach say? What we, what we doing? You know, um, I think that that's a fun little analogy to have. If if you're ever like, you know, we got a, a personal relationship with God is not like this. Yes, you should fear him, but it shouldn't be like this scary thing. Like bring him to an earthly, an earthly situation. So where you can connect with him more to some people, that's going to be good for them. Right. Okay. He's a coach. Cool. Operate, operate on a level that you best understand God and you can get the best connection with him because when you can talk to him, you'll hear him be like, Hey, I need your attention. Hey, turn that off. Or however he knows he can get to you. He'll speak through other people. He'll, he'll, he'll do things, whatever. You know, he knows how to get to you, but that relationship has to be cultivated. So, you know who he is. Start off by reading your word, then talk to him, you know, and, and get into that habit of checking in. Hey, coach, is this a good move before you do anything, before you go on that court of life and you start making moves? And see, some of us, we'd be out there just doing what we want to do. Be like, you ain't even following the play. You're not even following the play. This is the playbook. You, you got to follow the play. You way over there. You, you shooting baskets in the wrong basket. That's the other team's basket. Ooh. I love that analogy. It's the other team's basket, meaning the enemy. Why are you over there on that side of the court? You're supposed to be over here. You got to follow the playbook. Got to follow the book. Tap in with your coach. Tap in with your, with your team captain. And see what they see what they have to say. Watch some tape. When I say watch tape, reassess your life. All right, where could I where could I've done better? How can I continue to grow and be a better person? How can I grow and develop my relationship with God? How can I not make the same mistakes again and again and again? How can I move and operate? And as you're doing that, you're not holding y'all players. One thing about players, they're extremely resilient. They don't hold too much wait after a game. They might be upset. They might cry a little bit. They might have their towels over their head after the game, but in a couple of days, they got another one. And if they carry that shame and carry that guilt onto the, to the next game, they're not focused. Be sad, you know, hold yourself accountable, account, accountable, and then let it go. Give it to God and assess. All right, where, where, where did I, where did I mess up? What's the blessing out of this? What's the lesson out of this? You know, and sometimes when one door closes, another one opens. You know, sometimes people don't walk away from you because you you wouldn't have walked away from them. Sometimes people go so you can be better. Sometimes God will remove relationships, situations, uh, opportunities out of your life because he's like, you're going to be too distracted. Some of us don't have kids and husbands now because we'd be too distracted from our mission that God has for us. Yes, those things are great. Yes, if you desire those things, desire them. But who's to say that's the path that God has for you in this season? Yes, that person was supposed to walk out of your life. Yes, that relationship was supposed to end. Yes, that you were supposed to quit that job or lose that job. Because if I would have kept you in that season, if I would have kept you in that space, if I would have kept you in that, in that predicament, that city, that environment, you would not be the person I need you to be. So when you do slip up, there's something that happens where maybe it's not a mistake. Maybe it's just a circumstance in life. Look to your coach. Hey, God, what am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to learn? What am I supposed to? Why am I here? Like, why are we in Cincinnati? What's the, what's the play? You know, why am I? Why did I, why'd you tell me to move to Atlanta? What's the play? Why did you tell me to leave him? What's the play? Why did you say quit that job? What's the play? Hopefully you got another one. God, don't want us out here broke now. <laughs> God, you told me to take a leap of faith. What's the play? Now, am I going, is God going to tell you every single, no, he might give you play by play. All right. This is the next step. Do this. Go here. Y'all ever get those inklings? Go this way. Turn left. Go to the store. This happens. Stuff happens. And you meet somebody or something. You just never know how God works mysteriously. Okay. 
So just follow the plays from the coach. Check in, tap in. Don't be out there on the court by yourself trying to trying to figure it out. Because then you're going to jack it up for the whole team. I just got this too. And the team is the body of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. We are teammates. We are teammates. So everything that we do, we're hold, held accountable towards because it affects all of us. We are part of one body. No body part is, is greater than the other, right? So maybe I'm a pinky. If you lose the pinky, you can't operate without your pinky. You need your pinky for stuff, right? I can't pick up my cup without my pinky. That's what can't hold your phone properly without the pinky. <laughs> you need your pinky, right? You can't dig in the little crevices without your pinky. It's a very small, significant part of your body, but it's needed. Every part of the body is needed. That's why they say we are a body of Christ. Cut your ear off. It's small, significant part. You need your ear. Then I can't hear nothing on this side. Right? Cut your pinky toe off. Now you can't walk right. You know, you shot me in my pinky toe. That pinky toe is significant. You know, your hair, whatever it is. I'm being facetious at this point. But whatever it is, we're all needed. So don't be out there playing by yourself and, and making shots and doing it without checking in with the coach, without checking in with the captain, without checking in with the rest of your teammates. You know, move, move efficiently and properly. And you ain't got to check with us. But you know what I mean? Like you represent the, the team. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. You represent the team. You got a jersey on. All Christians, y'all are wearing a jersey. It's a for Christ. By God on the back. <laughs> And when you go out there playing how you want to play, you misrepresent the team. Oh, hello, somebody. I love that. Look at God. I didn't even write that down, y'all. <laughs> yes, make sure you hit the like button. Uh, Queenie says, sometimes you make mistakes on the court. You just got to follow God's plan. Yep. You're going to take a couple shots and miss. That's natural. That's human. Right? But are you are you, are you you part of the team, though? That's the difference. It's, it's Going out there by yourself doing your own thing is one thing, but when you work to when you playing on the team, if you miss a shot, uh, you'll recover. You'll recover. Um, come on, look at look at God's people being connected. Y'all, I promise you, God's people are connected right now. Travis said we are we just used the same reverent reference in the in Bible study last night. God's people are connected, y'all. I was watching somebody's live. Remember when we read Proverbs like a day ago about the woman, about the uh, promiscuous woman? Somebody read that last night, the same verse, y'all. I was like, y'all, when you tap in, God, we on a we on some sort of like spiritual wavelength right now god's people are connected y'all we're one body <laughs> we are one body y'all we are connected that's why it's important for us to move and do the right thing it's more it's bigger than us i know this is going to sound so weird to people and non-believers oh well it ain't for you or no stick around and listen <laughs> sorry <laughs> that was my worldly self coming out when you tap in, when you tap into God, when you tap into the body of Christ, y'all, it is not just an individual thing. We are connected spiritually. And it's not on no woo-woo, fake, earthly crap. No, it's real because I've been seeing it. I'm like, wait a minute. I just talked about that. I just, so don't get jealous. A part of us will want to get jealous when we hear somebody doing something similar to us. Be happy, like acknowledge it, be like, oh, I feel that. I rebuke that because that's not of God. All right, well, God is jealous, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, be happy about it because that means we're all on the same page. And when you tap in, you understand you're, we're all moving accordingly, right? Because some of y'all have told me that too. Like, oh, we just talked about this or whatever the case may be. Ooh, y'all, we connected. That's crazy. Look at Tra Travis said they just used this. I have not even talked to Travis in weeks. Me and Travis used to tap in all the time and talk to Travis in so long. I did not write this down. That was I'm telling y'all that was God because I saw the visualization of the team, of the jerseys, of the. And I don't know where that came from. I'm telling you. 
Live, Laugh, Love says they definitely watch film and come up with plays for defense and offense. And we got to come up with plays to defend ourselves from the enemy. Y'all don't think this is a game, y'all. Our spiritual walk is not a game. It's not. There are things out there that we don't know, things out there we don't see. I'm not trying to scare nobody. And if you're and if you're if you're covered by the blood of Jesus, can you good? You protect it. But just pray up and and be part of the team. Good morning. I'm late, but I can I'll watch the replay. Have a great day. Thank you, Anaya. Or yeah, Naya. We are one body, y'all. We are all connected. I'm telling y'all. Telling y'all, we represent everybody. That's why people be like, I can't, I don't like Christians. Let's change that narrative. Let's show them what true Christianity is. Let's show them, let's show them better than we, the examples that we got. Because they group us all together. So be the one that they be like, well, I don't like her, but I like you. Like, well, I'm a Christian. We're all one. You know what I mean? It's just like the Johnson. When the Johnsons come, they be like, oh, they go to them Johnsons. They go to they go to the Smiths with an F. <laughs> they go they go to Pattersons. Mm, they go to Daniels. They they do that right. They group us. They were grouped together, one body. Sierra says, "Girl, this is such a timely word for me. I felt led to move to Cape Town and currently here, and not knowing what steps to take, but look at God as my coach." getting me to the next day. First of all, congratulations. Secondly, we just talked about yesterday. When you move, it feels scary. When God leads you somewhere, you can feel scary. It can feel scary. You can feel like, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake? It, it's it's normal. Your brain is trying to catch up and process of a big change and big shift. So congratulations, Sierra. Thank you for following God's order for you. It will work out. You're there for a reason. Just keep doing what you're supposed to do. Whatever you're supposed to do there, just keep doing it and take it a day at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't think about next year and six months from don't don't do that. Think about today. The Bible tells you don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have its own worries. Right. So don't worry about tomorrow. One day at a time. If you're supposed whatever job, Sierra, let me ask you, what, what career field are you in? So I can give you a little bit more specifics. The Valley says we are one body under one blood. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited for y'all. Every time some people move to a new city and they listen to God and I'm so excited for y'all because y'all have no idea of the things that God is about to do for you. When I moved to New York, stepping out on faith, I got an apartment two weeks from being there, staying in an Airbnb one for a month. Got my apartment in two weeks. I found, and the crazy thing is, I did not even go after this internship. I'm going to tell y'all how I got the internship in New York because I mentioned it yesterday, but I didn't tell y'all what happened, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to continue to do YouTube. I was doing YouTube at the time, right? I had just started my YouTube thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Um, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna go somewhere and edit. So I went to this random cafe in the neighborhood by where I was Airbnb, Airbnb, and I was editing on my laptop. This gentleman, this man was sitting at another table and he was opening all this mail. He was just like opening a whole bunch of mail. I didn't pay no attention. We're in a coffee shop. I'm doing my thing. I get up and do something and he goes, what are you doing over there? And see, this is why we're supposed to be nice as Christians, because you can block your blessing by being rude. Oh, don't talk to me. All of that stuff can block your blessings. I was just like, oh, I'm editing a YouTube video. I do YouTube. And he goes, really? He goes. I'm going to connect you with someone. They can possibly give you an opportunity. Now, mind you, I do not know this man. He doesn't know me. He just saw me on my laptop with my editing software. That's why you have to continue to do you. Don't worry about the, don't worry about the how and all. Continue to do you. So he goes, I'm going to connect you with somebody. He hands me a card. He says, email them. I emailed them, y'all. I get an internship to a production company. I know zero people. I know no, I had zero connections in New York when I moved there. None. I just knew I was going to school. Zero. This man was a producer. I ended up working on one of his sets for VH1. I don't remember if y'all know the show The Breaks. He's done a whole lot of other stuff. There was a show The Breaks with um, Mac Wild. I met him. 
with uh, Michael Ely. I met him with uh, my my dude Anton. He's a, he's a he's a big actor now. Uh, I met him then, and me and him stayed cool to this day. All because I followed God's lead, and I was just doing what I was supposed to do. God set up that play, y'all. God will bring people into your life, and you have to you you got to do a little work because I still had to apply. I still had to send in my resume, but I didn't ask that man for an opportunity. I didn't ask him what he did. I didn't. I knew him from. Adam and you never judge a book by his cover y'all because he had dreads he just didn't he didn't look like a corporate dude but when I found out people on production sets don't look they don't wear suits and stuff they look regular degular he gave me a card I linked I got an internship to a a big production company in New York my first office was down dang near downtown it was in uh right next to Soho in Chinatown Y'all, my dreams had came true. I was like, I am in a New York building, dang near like in the city, living my dream. God will set things up. All you got to do is follow his lead. Oh, yes. Yes, when you first make a move, for those of you who have to go to work, I love you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. I'm going to stay on and, and speak to Sierra a little longer. So if y'all want to stick around in here, cool. Yes, when you when you move somewhere, y'all, I didn't leave my, my Airbnb for three days. I was crying because this is what happens. And I talked about this yesterday, but I'm going to talk about this with her because she she may not. I don't think Sierra was here yesterday. So when you move, right, when you're preparing to move, the weeks or months leading up to it, your brain is like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to find a plan. I gotta, so your brain is on go, right? And you're excited because you're like, okay, this is new. I'm excited. Da, 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 da. Once you move and you get there, it's like you go into shock. First of all, your dream came true if it was a dream for you, right? Second of all, you did it. So your body is like, whoa, I'm not where I was. I'm not in the, my old city. I'm not in my old town. I'm not with my mom. I'm not with my parents. I'm not with my friends. I left everything I knew to live somewhere where I know nobody, right? So your your brain is in shock because you're, you're, you've done everything that you have planned to do. So you're like, whoa. Then you then it settles in that you don't know anybody and that you've changed your life in a couple of months, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, whatever. And so your body and your brain are like, what is going on? And so it takes a little second to calibrate. So you might ex experience sadness. You might ex you might even regret be like, oh, my gosh, did I make a mistake? You did not. God called you there. So it's OK. You're just going to go through like a shock period. It lasted a couple of days for me. Some people it lasts a couple of weeks. Don't let it last a few months. Don't don't do that to yourself. It is okay. Take it a day at a time. Take deep breaths when you feel overwhelmed because you'll have overwhelming moments, right? Especially if you're still trying to move or figure things out or money and and opportunities. Breathe. Take it a day at a time and always remind yourself. Always tap in and say, God, you have never left me nor forsake me. You did not bring me this far to leave me. So I trust you. And keep doing what you're supposed to do. Keep going and applying for the jobs. Keep showing up. You're a model. Keep going to auditions. Um, maybe if you if you didn't update your headshots, update your headshots. Start networking with photographers. Start networking with people in your industry. Go online. Go on like an app and see where those events are. Follow people in the area and tap in. Hey, I'm new to Cape Town. Do you guys have any cool events coming up? I would love to support whatever that is. Just start networking and getting in those spaces. Opportunities will open up for you when you put yourself in the environment. Just start networking, start working God's plan. But he did not bring you there for nothing. So don't for one second regret or try to go back. Anytime y'all move, I'm going to tell y'all this. Never go backwards. Nothing is changed. Nothing is different at home. Nothing is different at home. The same people going to the same places, eating the same food, doing the same thing. Your mama's still going to go to church on Sunday. Your daddy's still going to be sitting on that thing, watching his favorite. Ain't nothing different. You're not missing anything. Call. I miss y'all. I love you guys. I'm doing great. God is amazing. And keep it pushing. If somebody's mad at you at home for leaving, that ain't your problem. You know, you'd be like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I had to follow what God wanted me to do. Don't ever feel bad for doing what God told you to do. Live your life. Live your life. 
they already had their opportunity to live their life. They have their opportunity to live their life. Live your life. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. God has got you. Um, if modeling is your thing and, and being a fashion designer, just get in those spaces, start networking with those people, even the people. And don't worry about the people with a whole lot of followers or that are super popular. If you meet them, cool. Meet the people at, at your level. I learned that from Issa Rae and I did that. I didn't learn that from her. I was doing that, but it solidified. Meet people at your level. Like, hey, what do you do? You design, girl, me too. You never know who's going to blow up. You never know who's going to be the next so-and-so and so-and-so. So don't worry about getting to the people at the top right now. Network with your fellow comer-uppers. You know, oh, I'm getting into modeling. You want to too. And if anybody has bad energy, just stay away from them. Just pray for them and stay away from them. That's it. But you just keep doing you because God has you exactly where you're supposed to be. Okay, so do not worry. Don't stress. It's going to work out. Keep having faith. He wants you just to lean on him with faith. He's like, I got you. Just just relax. <laughs> I got you. Just relax. You're good. All right. Um, yes, y'all. Thank you. Oh, I love this. See, I love y'all so much. Um, come on. The Valley says we pray for your strength, leadership, guidance, protection and knowledge on your journey in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, yes. Wait, Brandy's on a mission, too. Yes. Thank you. Oh, she said good day. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I hope this conversation was was helpful and needed. And and I pray that God is touching your heart. Tap in with your coach. Hey, coach, what's the play? Hey, Jesus, what, what, what are we doing? All right. Always tap in with God. Always, uh, always, always, always. Hey, Celine. Celine says, thank you for making a video on this topic. I've been um, ruminating on the past dating, on my past dating choices I made. And I'm trying to understand why I finally entered a courtship with a man that fears God and I am happy now. Absolutely. But make sure that you're just happy because you're God's child. It's great to have an individual. It's great to have somebody in your life, but make sure you're happy with you. All right. Love you so much. Yes. Have a great day, everyone. Yes. Go make a play today and tap in. All right. I love y'all so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. And I will catch y'all tomorrow for Thursday. Bye, y'all.